We've been bringing you the series The Hidden World of Girls, produced with the Kitchen Sisters. Today we visit a wedding in northern Sudan, where traditional customs often restrict women's lives. NPR's Gwen Tompkins is our guide. What goes on between a man and a woman is often a mystery to the outside world. But here in northern Sudan, people pull back the curtain of mystique on one important occasion. After the marriage proposal, after the dowry has been paid and the wedding contract signed, there's a broad expectation that the bride will dance. That's why we're at this ceremonial hall in Khartoum. It's not what you think, but then again, maybe it is. The dance is one part Salome, one part Beyonce. And the rest is, for lack of a better expression, shimmy shimmy Coco Pop, shimmy shimmy wow. This dancing bride is on stage with her brand new husband. She was wearing a long sequin shawl called a firka, but she took that off. Underneath, she was wrapped in the long traditional tulb that Sudanese women wear but she took that off too. And now she's barefoot and rolling her hips in a little black dress, sleeveless, sequined, and short. Her knees are chubby, but here's the truth, people. The curvier you are, the better you look. Head and shoulders pulled back with your bosom pointed high to the sky. Hands down low near your hips, backfield in motion. It's like watching a tall ship pitch and dive in a restless sea, steady as she goes. Only the groom and female relations are meant to see this dance. Muzdalifa Ahmed Alamin is a school teacher here. She says that brides used to dance topless in leather hula skirts called rahats, like her grandmother. It's not what you think, but then again, maybe it is. Yes, she danced. My grandmother danced with rahat. When she wore the rahat, did she wear any other clothes? No. Less than a hundred years ago, nearly all young women here wore rahats. And El Amin's grandfather cut the string and threw her grandmother's rahat to the crowd, like a garter belt. So when her husband took off the rahat, Mm -hmm. she was naked? Yeah, this habit disappeared recently. The throwing of the rahat symbolizes the end of maidenhood. Fatima Sir El-Khatim was 14 years old when her parents told her she was getting married. She's 60 now. I was too young. I just opened my eyes and saw him. <laughs> El-Khatim married a school teacher, and she says she spent nearly 30 happy years with him deeply in love. But Al-Khatim hated her wedding night. Her parents kept telling her to get up and do what Lady Gaga is now famous for saying. Just dance. In the past, there were no choice. Your father, your family tell you that, and you just have to say yes. You can't even say no. Now I'm going to say some words that nobody ever wants to hear on their wedding night. Syphilis, gonorrhea, leprosy, breast cancer. How do these maladies relate to a nice little story about erotic dancing? Well, in the past, the bride danced to show her husband's family that she was healthy. Griselda El-Tayyab came to Khartoum from England in 1950. 
her family are showing, look what you're getting. She's a virgin. She's not got leprosy. She's not got smallpox. So in a way, the same that white in European wedding symbolizes purity, whether it's true or not. <laughs> Likewise, you could say that her semi-nudity was equal to the white. Al-Tayyab is publishing a book on Sudanese traditions that her late husband wrote. So as you know, the Sudan is, is both African and Arab, but it's also neither African nor Arab. And as far as I know, this dance is unique to the Sudan. Nowadays, many women in Khartoum call bridal dancing undignified. Fatima Al-Khatim says she danced because she didn't know any better, but she told her daughters not to. In the past, girls were young and they weren't educated, but now educated girls, they have a status in the society. They don't look good dancing like monkeys. Muzdalifa El Amin says she'd hate to wind up on YouTube. I like dancing very much. I didn't dance when I was a bride, but I danced for my husband, you see. I danced alone. Yeah, alone. Shengota, a.k.a. Iman Ali, is one of the hottest dance instructors around. She says Sudan's educated elite like the glamour of dancing. Their weddings are getting more and more elaborate, like Cirque du Soleil. Nowadays, it became as a fashion. Every bride wants to dance these days. So they say it is the most important part of wedding these days. Yathrib Mohammed is a 28-year-old bride-to-be. She bakes herself daily in the sauna to make her skin so soft. She has her dress, her gold jewelry, and the weave she'll wear in the back of her hair. Mohammed is also practicing to dance more than 70 songs with three costume changes. I chose to dance because it's a tradition, and in our family, basically, it's a must. Five years ago, Umar Salah was on stage with his childhood sweetheart. Usually a man just stands there and snaps his fingers in rhythm with the songs. Then he throws a little money to the crowd and some candy and shares a sip of milk with his wife. Basically, the groom is like an accessory, if you like, because everyone is there to watch the bride. Salah says he couldn't wait to see his wife dance. But although his wife treasures the video of her performance, he says he rarely watches. Been there, done that, Salah says. It's not what you think. But then again, maybe it is. Gwen Tompkins, NPR News. This is Morning Edition from NPR News. I'm Mary Louise Kelly. And I'm Renee Montaigne.